Hey, this is Sam. Hope you're doing well. Uh, wherever you are in the United States of America, around the world, I would just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this interview with Cody Carnes and Carrie Job. Uh, definitely one of my favorite interviews of all time. Uh, Cody and Carrie both have a music ministry that is powerful, that is wonderful, and that really has encouraged and blessed many, many, many people. So here you are. Enjoy this interview with Cody and Carrie. Cody and Carrie, how are you all doing today? We're doing great. Doing good. Surviving quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, you're able to do all these interviews, right? I mean. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's actually opened up our schedule a good bit, which is nice. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to, uh, so I got Isabel on with me here. Um, I want to say first from Jasmine's part, she's 20 years old. Uh, she was at uh, two things. She was at Passion uh, this year and was her favorite moment was when the roof opened when you were singing. Oh, yeah. That was super cool. That was insane. <laughs> and, and Jasmine met you, Carrie, at the, I think it was a Majestic or Majesty tour. You came to Georgia once and she met you. So um, she wanted oh, to. Oh, good. Look. Well, hello, Jasmine. Yeah. And Isabel, go ahead. You tell, sell your little part here. All right. So um, your song, uh, Run to the Father, that thing just hit me. That was such a good song. And so I decided to sing it at church one day. And I was like, that song is the best. It's awesome. So I just wanted to share that awesome. because it was cool. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. If you have a video of it, send it to me on Instagram or something. I'd love to see you singing it. Oh, okay. That's so cool. <laughs> yes, sir. That'd be great. Well, thanks for joining us, Saying There's a, just a, a, you know, a couple questions, really, I think that will take us to our time that really, um, and you guys can both share, really can help us, encourage us. Encourage a lot of people is you all are doing the same ministry together. And what is that experience like, that you are serving the Lord together, doing the same thing? Most people will be a pastor and a pastor's wife that's serving together, but have different roles. Both of you are doing almost the same exact thing together. How, what is that like for both of you? Yeah, we love it. It's really special. Um, I think for both of us, it's something we really prayed for in our in our lives before we got married. We really wanted to be able to do ministry with our spouse. Wow. And so it's been really, you know, a lot of answered prayers. Um, there's, you know, there's tricky stuff with it too, like both being on stage at the same time. Mm. You know, you always have to have help with the kids, and you tr when we travel, we take them with us because we don't want to be away from them. And right. So it, it creates a lot of, you know, variables, but um, it's it's really beautiful, and it's a really big blessing to get to do it together. So Yes, we, we love it. We, yeah. It's so, so fun that God brought us together, and um we get to, we just you know we take our family on the road they go with us everywhere so it's just this big kind of traveling family circus <laughs> circus right exactly <laughs> it, it, it's, awesome. it's so fun all right so the dynamic of the marriage as we all know i've been we've been married 20 22 years and and we have three kids there has to be times where sometimes if you're serving together i'm sure you've run into this where Maybe right before you get on stage, you've had a difficult conversation or some problem has happened, and then you kind of have to put it all aside to start singing. Has that happened before? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that happens. That's usually when it happens, actually. I think it's a... Interesting. <laughs> it's the enemy. Yeah, I think it's a ploy to get us distracted, you know. I think the thing that we, we kind of go back to all the time is we're on the same team. You yeah. know, we kind of have to pause in a lot of those moments and be like, wait. 
what are we doing? Like, why are we're we... We're on the same team. Like, we're, we're both wanting the same thing. So. Yeah, like, we're not fighting each other. We're actually fighting together against something else, you know? And so, I think just really remembering that. And even, there's even been times that I've honestly, like, I've been, I've been frustrated before leading worship, and I'm still frustrated when I start leading worship. Like, it didn't get resolved. Right. But then in the middle, but then in the, even in the middle of worship, like, I'll just have this massive, like, heart reset because of worship you know and so sometimes i felt guilty that it didn't get resolved before we started worshiping but i was i actually learned that i think the lord was like no worship actually helps it you know and so that's something that we've learned for sure and we'll get done leading and be like i love you (laughs) it's all good so share a little bit about that and of course you you guys have been singing for a long time carrie you know you've been singing for a long time tell us about the obviously we all know the importance of worship but maybe flesh that out a little bit talk about you know what worship really does kind of level out the field of life sometimes can you share a little bit about kind of like the philosophy and theory with that with you all like yeah that really is real yeah i love that worship is always an exchange you know there's just a perspective shift that happens because his word says when two or more are gathered in his name he's there and so every time he shows up he brings all of himself you know all of his peace all of his goodness faith and and grace and mercy and strength and healing and whatever it is that you need so worship is always going to shift something it's going to remind you of his goodness i mean i think that's why i love worship so much and i i love getting to lead worship i love getting Mm -hmm. to lean in and hear his voice and ask him what he wants to do in that specific time with those people with you know in this moment every time i get up to lead worship i'm like what do you want to do tonight what do you want to do right now and it's just fun it's a it's a friendship too god says in his word he shares secrets with his friends Hmm. and i've i've always been very moved by that scripture of just saying i want to be your friend and i want you to tell me things and i want to hear your voice i want to be quick to obey and quick to listen and quick to forgive you know all those things so it's just it's scriptural it god commands a blessing where there's unity too so when people unite together to go after god he's always going to show up you know yeah i love worship is a realignment of of your focus you know Mm. worship worship songs are about jesus and it's about the power of jesus and and so when you when you worship, your eyes lift from whatever your situation you're looking at right in front of you. They lift above it. They lift up to Jesus. And so it's like a it's like you kind of zoom out of your of your issues in your mm-hmm. life. You kind of zoom out and get a thirty thousand foot view again, and you realize actually how 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 small they are, and actually how powerful God is compared to them. You know, and and so it's just a realignment and, it, and sometimes our, our soul can kind of think that it's leading the way. Like it can get, it can get ahead of our spirit, you know? Yeah. And that's where like emotions and all these things kind of start trying to lead the way, but worship, like it puts the spirit back at the top, you know, it, mm. it realigns the soul back with, with the spirit. And, and you know, that's, that's the best way to align everything, you know, just your spirit leading your soul, your spirit, telling your soul like David did, you know, my soul will bless the Lord. My soul will declare the goodness of God. You know, that's, that's what worship did. And so it just kind of realigns and refocuses that. So before we get into like your kids and parenting and, and parents and, and parenting and how that all fits in, you know, obviously we're in quarantine time still for a period of time. 
which kind of leads me to another question about worship in general. Maybe you're not able to go to you know concerts and worship times with other people, even going to church. Tell us about how important that personal worship time is when you can't get together with everybody else. Because obviously you lead, you know, you all lead worship. God has called you to that. You see others being led in worship, but you also must have to have a personal worship before that all happens. Tell us a little bit about that for you all. Yeah, I think I think that's actually a very important, you know, part of life. I think that's actually something that God is kind of resetting in this time where. Um, obviously, we love and think that the congregational setting is very important. We yep. love it, and I, even the word says that, like, don't don't neglect gathering together. You know, so that's a very important thing. I do think that maybe our culture got a little bit out of line where we depended too much on the congregational setting, yeah. and we we didn't really fully know how to have personal encounter with God. But I think that's actually the most important place. Yeah. And so for us, you know, it's it looks different all the time. It's a lot of times, you know, we're just turning on worship music. We have worship music going in our house a lot, like just on YouTube. We'll mm. put a playlist on or something like that, and we're having those times where we're having our headphones in and we're, we're worshiping God. Or, you know, or we're like, we, we, we kind of play instruments and we sing and stuff too. So we're sitting down and doing that, and, and we're writing songs, and we're having moments with God and whatever else, you know. So I think that, that time with God is actually where... Like the the congregational setting should be like an overflow of everybody having encounters with God in their home, and I think God is like resetting us in that, you know. Mm. And everybody's meeting with God in their home now, whether they're streaming church on Sunday or whatever it looks like. Uh, I think it's actually a beautiful thing, and um, so mm. open your Bible and just read, just talk to the Lord. Like it's doesn't have to be complicated or complex. Like just focus your focus your attention on Jesus, you know. Like that's. That's it, whatever that looks like for you. It must be amazing. And Isabel has a question. It must be, in a second, it must be amazing for you all. You know, I can't imagine, probably don't have time to talk, you know, it'd take a long time to talk about what goes into leading worship in a huge setting, even like at Mercedes Benz for Passion. But in the end, when it all boils down, all those details go into one thing worshiping jesus and so when it probably when that worship time comes like you said earlier it all clear everything all clears away and it's just you and jesus right that's pretty awesome yeah 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 you know i think what's beautiful is that friendship with him and that personal worship if that thing if that part of our lives is in the right place and it's and it's healthy that's the best kind of way to go into a setting when you're, whether you're with no one in your house and you're doing a Zoom uh, worship session for mm. somebody's church mm. and there's no one in the room with you, or you open your eyes and there just happen to be about 65,000 people in a Mercedes-Benz stadium. You know, both mm. of those should feel the exact same. They should. I think, I think if they don't, there's a danger sometimes, you know, it's going to be more exciting, right. you know, to be in the Mercedes Benz thing. There's a lot of adrenaline and there's a lot of excitement, but as far as like spiritually, spiritually, the intimacy of knowing what the, the Holy Spirit is saying and, hmm. and, and being able to really lean into that and just lead worship. I, I personally just want those to always feel the exact same. I remember whenever we were prepping for passion, I was getting nervous wow. about that. Like sixty-five thousand people, I was just get. I would just have moments, and I don't get nervous very often, but I had moments where I was getting nervous. And I remember the Lord telling me, like, whenever you get nervous, just close your eyes, pretend you're in your living room, 
Yeah. Interesting. He helped me. He told me that too. He's like, just, just do you. Right. Like, don't, don't try. Don't think you have to change anything because you're with in front of more people. Uh, just do what you do, and and if you get nervous, just put yourself back in your living room. And I did that a lot. You know, I did that a lot. Just in those moments, if anytime I get a little like overwhelmed or excited or whatever, you know. So I think God's intention is that it's the same. You know what's funny about that is I had my eyes closed the whole time that roof was opening, that hmm. really cool moment. I didn't even know the roof opened until about five minutes later. And I, I wow. opened my eyes and like just looked up because I was just taking in the whole moment. And I was like, oh, the roof opened. <laughs> Everybody else is crying and oh my goodness, this is a great moment. And you're like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't that, even know. <laughs> that's a right. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right, so we're going to turn turn uh, the page a little bit to being parents, and Isabel's got one for you. Okay. Um. See, I was wondering, how has parenting sort of changed everything for you in your in your singing career? Yeah, that's a good question. It's a lot less time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love the change that it's brought. It's a little more chaotic, and there's moments where I have to just be like, this is this is the season we're in. You know, we have a four-year-old and a one-year-old. Wow. And yeah, it's uh, it's loud and chaotic, and sometimes right before we go on stage, oh. there's a meltdown, or there's a, <gasps> wow. there's been times we've even delayed going out on stage. Really? Because we're, we're we're taking care of the boys, and we're just like they're our first priority, and everything else comes after that. And so it's like it's I, I had to give myself that permission to just say, no, they're my first priority. And then my work or, you know, right. you know, meeting others and all that. I love doing that. But it's like if I fail with my boys and I don't ever want them to feel like ministry com- comes first. I love that. You know, I, w- I don't ever want them to not like people. I don't want them to ever feel like ministry takes mommy and daddy away from them. I want them to feel like we all get to do it together, you know. And a phrase we use a lot with our four-year-old is, hey, we're a team. And you're you're just as much a part of this, you know. As much I don't know that he understands that yet, right. but I think I think that'll sink in one day that he'll realize he's a he's just as much a part of what we're doing off stage as us on stage. And um, just because he's sacrificing time with us, that's a that's a part of it, you know. Yep. So um, there's a lot of dynamics to it all, but we love it. I love that we can hear the voice of God. Because there's moments where we're, we don't know what to do. And we'll just hear the Lord kindly tell us, hey, just take five minutes. and Don't don't feel stressed. They can wait. You know, things like that that are really helpful. Cody, before you answer, I want to ask Carrie a question on that, if you don't mind. About on top of that, has there... You know, and obviously they're the first priority. Was and, and I'm sure parents will listen that are struggling to make that a priority because there's a lot of other things happening in work or pressures or what have you. Was there a time even early on uh, that it was hard for you to say, because this is a decision you make, look, they're my priority. Was there struggles then saying, wow, how do I balance this? Honestly, I really haven't ever felt a struggle with it because, you know, I think everyone respects it. Because they realize it's it's not the normal mm. to to have to travel and and be a mom on the road. That's that's not everybody's normal. So <laughs> everyone that travels with us totally a hundred percent honor and respect it. You know, and any time that I've had to come back out on stage or leave the stage and go do something and come back, 
I think everyone actually really loves it. It's very endearing because it's just real and it's, mm. it's, it's real life, you know, like our life doesn't stop just because we're on the road ministering, you know, our boys still need us. So. Yeah, right. ahead, and it only, happens, it only happens very rarely. You know, we have a great yeah. team that helps us with kids. And yeah. and so the fact that it doesn't seem like it's consistently a, a thing, is, if it's a special moment that we feel like mom and dad really need to be here, right. it's rare, and we, we recognize that, and so we just take the time to do it, you know? We have a little um, verbiage we use with our guys, that with our little boys, about their love tank, and... Hmm. Our four-year-old is now really using that verbiage. He'll just come up and say, "Mom, mommy, my love tank is empty." And love tank, I love I it. I love that because I, I'm great. able to understand what he's saying. Like, I just need, I just need some time. I want you to play. And there's moments, even even in this like quarantine, where we'll we'll be working, and you know, a lot of things for us haven't really slowed down. Yeah. Um, and I just have to sometimes just choose him over my to-do list, you know, and I think every mom can attest to that. Every parent can probably attest to that. There's just moments where you're like, okay, you're more important than me, like, accomplishing this today, so hmm. we're just going to go with this, you know. I love that. Yeah. Before we let you go, just another question on top of that, I want to respect your time, and, and, and maybe, and Cody, you can speak to this as well. You know, that the compete everything that's competing, you know, the competing of course you guys the ministry, the time, writing music, traveling, and you guys have decided, you know, it's Jesus first and it's our you know, each other and then kids you know, kids right along with it. How did you guys really determine to make that decision a priority make that priority that that decision, if you get what I mean? Like there had to be a lot of competition out there for the time, but you early on says, you know what, this is a priority. How did you guys come to that conclusion? That's a tough one, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> wow. It, you're still working on it probably like all of us are. I'm sure. <laughs> um, this this the the you're talking about priorities, prioritizing and, yep. and how we how we handle that. Correct. Yeah, I think, you know, people ask us all the time in Q and A's and things like, How do you balance, you know, yep. the all all of the different things and, and we, we say it's we we answer with it was it's more like prioritizing is the answer, you know. Yep. And yeah, you know, I think that we obviously see the fruit of prioritizing things in that way, Jesus and each other and kids and then work ministry right after that and you know i think for us we we just see the fruit in our lives when it gets out about out of balance we see the fruit whenever Hmm. whenever ministry and work gets put ahead of our time with the lord gets put ahead of our time as a married couple gets put ahead of our time with our kids and everything we it's almost like we lose everything because we lose we lose the, the the relationship with our family, and we it also makes our work like we get frustrated, and we're hmm. so everything's just out of balance, you know. When you prioritize everything the right way, it's like you gain everything. Then our ministry and our work is so much more fruitful because we're doing it with full tanks. We're doing it knowing that everybody's healthy, everything's good, and yeah. it's an overflow of health. And so I love that. something I'll say, something I'll say too is there's a lot of of strategizing. Um, that happens months months out. Hmm. We're always with our team and with the Holy Spirit, like strategizing. Okay, what does the next three to six months need to look like? And we we function that way instead of like always trying to 
to catch up. Right. Or, or instead of having to respond to stress, we try to get in front of stress and in front of situations and know what our capacity is going to be. Right. Um, and we don't always get that right, but I just love that we can hear the voice of God. I mean, I, I mentioned that even just being a parent. I don't know how people do anything without, you know, listening to the Holy Spirit. And I just love that that's who God is. We can hear his voice. He's, he's so helpful. And I'm always, even yesterday, I was like, Lord, you already know what, what this is going to look like, this specific thing I've been praying about. You already know. And so will you just speak? Will you just give us some insight and, and give us wisdom of what direction to go in? And, mm. You know, so it's very helpful. I'm very thankful that, that God is, is kind like that, that we can hear his voice. Well, amen. Well, I, I want to respect your time. I want to let you go, but I'm going to do this, and I don't usually do it. Um, interviews, but I'm going to pray for you guys and your family. Is that okay with please, you? Please do, yeah. We'd love that. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for Cody and Carrie and their, and their boys, Lord. Thank you for the ministry you've given to them, God. Thank you for the uh, perspective on life and ministry and family that you have provided to them, Lord. And I pray that you would bless them and protect them in everything they do. Use them in the lives of many others and other people as you've already done. Use them in their kids' lives to pour in uh, pour in love, pour in um, the Bible, pour in worship, pour it all in. I pray you bless them overwhelmingly. In everything that they do, especially in their in their parent in their work with their kids and their parenting, I uh, help them to stay strong in you, stay strong with each other, and stay strong together. Thank you for this time, Lord, you've given to us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome. Thank you guys. So yeah, guys, thanks so much. We praying for you in the days ahead. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much, Sam. Bye. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.